0: Hello everybody and welcome to TT Daily, episode 14, the final episode. We're down in a very blustery pit lane. Steve, new story of the day, obviously is Peter Hickman taking his ninth TT win. But, without the help of a few people, we might not
1: have been here. Hey mate, too right, I'm pleased you've uh, pulled me in on that. You know, the marshals, it's been massive, the response. You know, across all social media platforms, they were asking for more marshals because some have obviously had to go home. And it was oversubscribed, incredible, it really was. So massive thanks to all of you guys that have been out there for all those two weeks and those people that jumped in right at the end. It really is appreciated by so, so many. Yeah, the TT community is, it's like incredible, is it? Yeah. Anyway, shall we take
0: a listen to the highlights from today's race? Let's do it.
2: John McGuinness is going to kick off the 2022 Milwaukee Senior TT, and off he goes. Next up, we've got the most recent Senior TT winner, 2019 winner Dean Harrison on the Dow Racing Kawasaki 19 TT podiums now for him.
3: Full commitment from Peter Hickman there as he comes in to say, obviously the, the Dunlop tyre is not fully up to temperature yet, but yeah, he is. He's putting all his efforts into getting them warm straight away. For Dean to be in touch, if he can keep this this sort of gap t- to the end of the first lap, and then get the feeling of his bike, we're in for a good race.
4: But Hickman leads by four, then it's Connor Cummins 3.2 back ahead of Davy Todd now. So Connor, the Ramsey man, just gone through his hometown. He is line.
2: Yeah, here we go then. We're just waiting for that sound of that humming. Kawasaki, here it comes then. Across the line to complete that one is Dean Harrison as he heads down over St. Midian's Crossroads and down Bray Hill. Peter Hickman now is coming through right on the tail of Davey Todd as they go through Glen Helen. Peter Hickman is 8.8 seconds clear of Dean Harrison. Is he going to make a move? Surely not. He is. Up the inside oh. of Michael off into Ramsey. Hairpin for Peter Hickman. <laughs> Unbelievable stuff from him. He's 10.2 seconds clear of Dean Harrison with Davy Todd in third and Michael Dunlop
4: in fourth place overall. Missed it, Hillier's missed this stop. Oh, yeah, David Todd on the inside of him, so he's got to go backwards, so that is a bit of a shame for James Hillier.
3: That's a massive problem around here. He's got still four more laps to do with, with that there, so if it, if it is cracked properly and does disintegrate, that's going to be a long race for him.
2: The gap has just come down slightly, hole in the screen or not. Dean Harrison has cut that gap. He's got an inner, it's still there, a bit of plastic
3: still there. I reckon he's hit an ostrich, not a bird, that is absolutely... <laughs> Absolutely massive, and that'll make that's going to make a really big. That could end up coming off completely because it's split right down the middle. So you see, what's created that is actually the slipstream draft off the back of John's bike, so it's blew David's bike to one side. If he was directly behind him, that wouldn't have happened. But because he's off, it's just shoved his bike to one side. Here's
2: number one, John McGinnison as well. So Hickman leads 19.34 seconds. for number two, Dean Harrison, Peter Hickman, then at the grandstand was 19.3 seconds up, and Uncle Glenn Helen. the gap. Peter Hickman is 12.9 seconds clear of Dean Harrison now. Here we come, across the line now, Dean Harrison then. Peter Hickman then over the grandstand, 16.5.
4: Three seconds every time. Why is he... I think he's managing it. I really, really think he knows he's got two seconds on the mountain. He knows he can manage this all the way through. I'm pretty sure he's doing that
2: into Balak. Peter Hickman is 12.3 seconds up on Dean Harrison. Two patches boys, are locking horns for the final
4: podium position here in
2: the senior TT.
4: really white and on the white line about the George Ball because no limit, but they were right on the hedge there to get past. Brilliant stuff from Goddard, in and out of his hometown for the last time of this morning.
0: so there we have it Steve what a cracking race but one man that was missing and he seems to I don't know if he's going to announce his retirement right now because it sounds like everybody loved him on Mike's radio Lee Johnston is joining us Lee?
3: who yeah I know I know I'm far too young good looking <laughs> to be retiring from motorbike racing unlike our fellow uh <laughs> pundit as he called now Steve Plater I'm the opposite tall dark and handsome
1: You must have (coughs) bought your mirrors in your ass from (laughs) a car boot.
3: My mum said I am beautiful, so I took her word for it. Do we Uh, have the same mother? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, really frustrating to miss out on the senior, obviously, but what an unbelievable race to firstly get my first commentating uh, job on and to watch firsthand on the new footage on TT Plus was amazing.
0: Well plugged. Well done, mate. You are a professional. Hey, up though, when they cancelled it from yesterday and they moved it to today, did you think actually there might be a chance if I wake up and they're all right
3: or not? No, because I thought that two days before. So basically we went, uh, the doctors and stuff on the Isle of Man have been amazing. And I've seen two different doctors. I went to see the eye specialist and Nobles as well and um, at the start they thought it was obviously something to do with the pollen but <clears throat> I've had two or three different uh, pollen tablets and eye drops and stuff and it's not made any difference whatsoever so then the second doctor um, made sort of a link to my AS that I have and so now I'm going to get checked out when I get back to England on Monday because obviously we've got um, Knock knockhill next weekend as well for BSB.
0: I thought you were going to come in there, Steve. You got nothing for him? Sorry. No, it's fine. No, no, no. I c- I can He's just looking at me in awe there, wasn't he? He <laughs> couldn't even it's reply. It's a reflection of himself in your glasses. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> He's just got a bit preoccupied. That's so what, what did it feel at. as a rider, knowing that you're almost fit enough to ride, knowing that you can be competitive in it and not being able to go out and ride it?
3: Honestly, really frustrating. I, I'm not going to say I would have been If I got a top five in the senior, top six, I think on the pace we had, that would have been roughly where we would have been. We have did quite a few 130s in the super stock and first two bike race. So um, obviously the big factor today would have been the wind for me, which I would have felt a lot more than some of the bigger guys. Mm-hmm. But the biggest thing I noticed was how nervous I was at the start, like standing beside Dean and John. And I, maybe because it was literally yesterday or the day before I was on the grid but that feeling in your stomach is <laughs> it's exactly the same and I said that to Dean I said I'm nervous for you because I know I know what it feels like and no one else that has never let the clutch out here does not know how sick you feel for that <laughs> and even John John's done how many a hundred and something starts now and he looked like an 18 year old lad setting off for the first time he was absolutely cacking himself <laughs>
1: So with your with your eye right problem, is that a game changer for 2022?
3: Honestly, you know, obviously, because you're running really
1: good in British Supersport, you know, you're on the yeah. pipe, on the pace.
3: Honestly, no, I don't know. So the, they, this, the way they explain it to me is there's a side effect to, to the, the blood issue, or the inflammation issue, and then it can happen in your eyes as well. So... Once, like I said, we're going to go home, get checked out and and go from there. But, um, yeah, the biggest thing is I want to know definitely what it is to then try and cure it because it's not the sort of thing we can... Even if I get back and it goes away, I can't risk coming here next year and not, you know what I mean, the amount of investment the team and everyone makes in me to to then be sitting watching is not what we wanted.
0: Listen, I love listening from Lee Johnston. I I could listen to his stories all day, but there was a senior race that went on and I want to talk about it. And I want to get Lee's point of view, watching it, what he thought of it. And as you were commentating on TV, you were down in the pits as well, Steve. Where do we start with this one? Because it was set it was set up to be Peter versus Dean, potentially after what we'd seen with Michael. Michael might be in the mix. Then we've got Connor, then we've got Davey Todd. There's so many different stories, but it ultimately, although it was a great race, it wasn't probably the, the climactic senior that we wanted out of Dean and, and Pete. Quite a few issues with Dean. Sounded like there was a few issues with Pete as well, which we'll probably speak to him later about. But from your point of view, Steve, yeah, you what know, are the highlights?
1: As usual, Hickey didn't start off too quick. I don't think he felt like he had to. He kind of uh, trying to get a feel for the conditions. It was very windy, as as Lee's already said, you know. and. Um, got himself embedded in nicely and then from the third sector onwards he kind of took control and led the race so you know a wise man really however you know chatting to the guys and doing the uh, for the tv doing the uh, pit lane i very quickly found out they were paranoid about fuel consumption again his first pit stop was uh, 10 seconds slower than anybody else's top top teams and that's because it takes so much more fuel. The thing is absolutely almost empty when he pits. I thought there was an issue with that,
0: that rear wheel going in as well, was was that a problem? Did that hold him up or not? No, they it said, said all, all, all they're paranoid fuel. about was
1: pure. And they told him on the last lap as well, do not push, do not push for a lap time because it could quite easily run out.
3: I noticed a lot, you see on the overrun, the bike's throwing massive flames out and that's burning fuel, it has to be doing that. So I don't know why they don't change the electronics a little bit or that's the way he wants to ride the bike, but. Like the likes of Hutchie and that was the fastest pit stop on the exact same motorbike. So I don't know how, and obviously there's a bit of a difference in lap time. Yeah, but for the for the same bike and the fuel consumption to be so much different is massive in it. So it's obviously in the way they run the bike on the electronics and the mapping with the fuel.
1: It has to be, mate, you know, because you would naturally normally turn a thing right down because yeah. Hickey's got the class to, yeah. you know what it's like yeah. here. You know, it's easy to ride a, a slower bike fast than it
3: is to ride a fast bike. You know, yeah, because he went uh, he went control. through the speed trap at 199.7 yep. miles an hour, <laughs> which is which is, which is Six more than sober. anyone. So what? Uh, There's no need for that, is there? Was
0: that that te- was that a tailwind then? Because yeah. they've not been up to them speed yet, have they? So as a as a novice, let's say relative novice, myself. What's relative, co-
1: yeah. <laughs> What's causing the overrun?
0: Why is there an excess of fuel being being burnt
1: off in well, the it exhaust? B- it burns fuel off uh, to help in the braking area, basically. Right. Well, when you when you close the throttle, you should have X amount of natural engine braking, mm-hmm. um, which which helps you steer a bike into a corner. Um, and it's when you open a throttle again, it can cause a lot of aggro if you've got too much fuel in there. So it burns it helps burn it off. <coughs> right, and then that comes out as. F- as sweet-looking flames. Yeah.
0: Do you think he just does it for the Instagram, though? He just so he looks good?
3: That's a really good... I think if you were a motorbike racer, you would you would happily run out of fuel if you got a good Instagram picture <laughs> at, at the gooseneck, wouldn't he? What do you reckon, Steve? He'd do it for the gram, wouldn't he? He would have mirrors on his yeah, bike. Yeah. He'd be the only racer that had mirrors on his bike.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so the, the the battle was between him and Dean, but again, Dean just... He was fast on that first sector. He led from the the first sector going into that second sector but then like you said Pete just Pete just overtook him
1: yeah you know Dean's always I mean, he's got the fastest sector records for the first two sectors mm. he's always on the pipe straight away Dean's a flipping good rider you know and uh, I don't I, I don't think we saw the best of Dean Harrison this year for one or two different reasons but you know uh, when he's pit stopped I looked across and uh, with the camera and uh, it smashed his screen there's a load of feathers uh, stuck into his screen, um, which obviously, I don't think it slowed him that much, but obviously it had an impact on his flipping neck was hurting so much. And then uh, towards the end of the race, he hit another flipping big bird and it smashed side of his fairing. Yeah. So he's been chasing birds all day. He's going to so- get himself in trouble. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> but to still get himself in second place, that just shows you the class of him. Yeah, very much so. You know, uh, the front two were, were never really going to get challenged to a certain degree. However what a mega mega ding dong for third place you know i interviewed clive budget in the pit lane actually uh with about a lap to go and yeah clive was obviously very nervous and, and the boys doing a good job
3: what do you think clive said to both riders because i looked at him running up the pit lane so we spoke to davy first he come in you know clive really well what do you what do you reckon he said to each rider at each time because he's gonna have to try and g both of them up and he? he's gonna honestly he wanted both of them to be on the podium
1: If yeah was... well listen you've got to because you know something would have happened mechanically or Pete would have run yeah. out of fuel or anything then his boy, both boys were going to be on the podium but it's a difficult one you know and I, I said to Clive as he said oh I just want them both to finish and I, don't, I really I love them both I don't care who finishes yeah, yeah. on the podium which is fair enough but you know and Clive Cl- you know what Clive's like he's brilliant and uh he's a real real good team manager and very good with his what it, how he speaks and, 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 and eggs his boys on. But, you know, he wouldn't have been... Uh, he would have said the same thing to both riders, without doubt, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But no, um, great to see the battle. Uh, I spoke to Connor, after, straight after the race, and he said he kind of went to sleep a little bit and didn't realise how fast Davy was going. So uh, Davy Davy pushed really hard, and Clive actually said to me afterwards as well, you know, uh, Davey pushed really, really hard, and he had a bit of a work with him afterwards, I think. Yeah. Yeah.
0: What, for pushing too hard? A little bit,
1: yeah. But yeah. listen, you know, the boy wants a super bike podium, so you're gonna do. He was the you know, he fastest
0: good... rider on that last lap at 133. Yep. might have been his fastest lap time of, of his of his career. But going back to Connor Cummins, and there might be a, a podcast on its own for this, con, uh, this content. Is Connor Cummins the best rider to never win a TT? Yet.
3: I think so, yeah. I, I I think when you look back, like before I was even racing TTs, and when the year Connor got injured, Connor was head. He was like what mm-hmm. Hickey is now of everyone else. The first race when the clutch went, was he 17 seconds ahead of Hutchie yeah. for second place. Yeah. He was gone. Do you know what I mean? That that he was doing 132 mile an hour back then on on a uh, gore Tech print and ZX10. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's it's absolutely <laughs> mental. So honestly, I, I believe Conor Cummins would have ten or fifteen. There's TT. probably a
1: lot of fans that will argue that. I'm sure there will be because there's a guy who speaks funny from North Lincolnshire that never won a TT, that was very close and led loads of races and had various things yeah. go wrong. So there's a lot of fans that will probably say Guy Martin. Yes. should have won a race as well. However, I'm fully with you on that. Connor's class, uh, you know, uh, a great rider and got his first podium back in 2009 yeah. in, the, in the Supersport race when Michael Dunlop won it. So it's a long time to be standing on the podium and not getting a race yeah.
0: with But I guess Connor's still here doing it right now. You know, Guy Martin decided to, to stop, but connor has been fast right from the start of his career and he's just proving that he is probably riding as best as he ever have, has done right now. Yeah. The only problem is... You've got Dean Harrison in front of you and Pete Tigman.
3: Yeah, like if Connor was good back when Pete or when <laughs> <laughs> he was racing, and beat, you know what I mean, you could pick a you could pick a win out of a hat back then. <laughs> it was the easy. One. <laughs> 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 I think that's what they did at the start They're of the just week they just, they just handed them out for <laughs> he, Ma- he rinsed Perone uh, McGuinness twice how- didn't <laughs> he, for a, a 20p Lee switch. Lee
1: I, I concur it was easy
3: <laughs> <laughs> he, he felt that bad he gave the prize money back to McGuinness didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> not <laughs> yeah. so, it's all good because John's I told, not bitter I promised him a new softling oh yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> so then David Todd amazing result third time here at the TT that was great. He's going to be on that podium, and he's surely he's going to win one at some point. It's it's, it's a matter of when, not if. I think with with uh,
1: with Davy. Yeah, the boy. I mean, the boy's only 26. He's he's got a big future in front of himself. A British Championship as well as uh, all all the road racing. You know, and without doubt, he's going to be very popular with all the manufacturers and the teams for next year. I think Clive might be struggling to keep keep hold
3: of him. Could be in, team manager here. Could be in, trying to swipe him. What you you reckon? Hey, I, I cut you. So. Huh? I, I can't afford him. You. Like, you've got a bigger <laughs> budget than me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no,
1: you know, in all fairness, he uh, he will be up property. He will be. Yeah. yeah. Definitely.
0: And one man he looks up to, John McGuinness. What did you say earlier at the start of the podcast? John McGuinness is now... Go on, say I don't know, it. What did I say? Go on, say it. Was he rude? No, he was... Well, it was complimentary. He was saying that John McGuinness has now taken... Uh, lap records in just about every area oh of no, the team. Every right, single yeah. sector including pit lane. <laughs> including the pit lane yeah. harsh, <laughs> that.
3: <laughs> harsh that is. <laughs> I honestly when I was talking about it because like Steve knows if you change your gear in you can put your pit lane limiter out if it hasn't been checked you know it can go from yeah, yeah. 59 or well you'd normally it at 57 or whatever to be safe but they might have changed the gear in a tooth and it could go to 61 or 62 but I think yeah. I think he said though he admitted that it was he didn't press the the pit lane limiter button, so. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, so he's took, he's, took it, he's took that one on the chin.
0: Here's a question. With your pit lane limited, do you press it once or do you hold it down?
3: All bikes are different. So. Oh, right. Yeah, some are press and release, some, some you could put it on and once you click second gear when you leave pit lane, it automatically goes off. Oh, nice. Yeah, some you do? have to hold on. My three bikes are all different, so my R6, I hold it on. The Aprilia is press and release and the BM's the same, press and release and you turn it off. What was if you get it wrong, though? Well, you just cost, you do what John did and you get a 30 <laughs> second time penalty, it's <laughs> pretty simple. Yeah, that's not great. Yeah, Further
0: afield or further down the field, big shout to Nathan Harrison, first TT here. He's won the Mike's in the past, but well, this is his first big bike TT, he finished in the top 10.
1: Yeah, it's a good call, you know, uh, fair play to him. He never looks happy with any result, in all fairness to him. He's a lovely lad as well, but no, it's a good result for your, for your first senior, brilliant, you know, and... Uh, doing a good job you know and uh, Jamie Coward oh. you know what a week for that for that boy, you know, yeah. uh, I mean, he's a full-on privateer, really. You know, and uh, some great results all week. I'm not sure. I'm not sure where he finished in the uh, in the senior. I think it was eight yes, in the yeah. end. Eight. Yes, yeah. yeah, so I think that was probably his worst result of the week. So he,
0: yeah, I went to speak to him after the race actually, and he said he, he, he just said like fair play to those boys because they were still pushing 132s, 133s, and he said the wind up on the mountain. He said it was just too much for him. He said I'm, I've had a good week. I'm not willing to to kind of risk it, but still be able to it's finish fair,
3: very Very very. Level-headed. Jimmy lives right beside me. I, you know, I know him quite well, and he's a uh, yeah, he's a really good, classy rider, mm-hmm. and especially on classic bikes, he's unbelievable yeah. around here on single single cylinder Nortons and stuff like that. He's so so fast. But yeah, I've been lucky enough this week to set off at 13 behind him and see him for a fair bit of the week. So yeah, he's riding really really well.
0: Again, a po-
1: potential podium literally every time he jumps on a bike. Oh yeah, no, without doubt. You know, and, uh, I think he he eighth was his worst result today and he, he had a fifth a few six and a, and a DNF obviously on the on the twin where he was uh, on the pipe you know oh, yeah. on, on, on the pace he really was so yeah I mean you only see bigger and better f- things from him as well I'm sure and his mum told me to tell you hello
3: why is he blushing <laughs> I wish there was a camera here now <laughs> <laughs> oh. cut Squeak-
1: <laughs> squeaky clean yeah
3: or it would be
0: <laughs> what about Glenn Irwin you, t- you spoke to him halfway through that race. He jumped off his
1: bike and I couldn't work out if he was going to jump back on. or No, what, what he, was he pitted and they started to fuel uh, and they whipped his visor off, changed his visor. But then uh, I was looking down and, and uh, they, the gun wouldn't take the rear spindle out. It was too tight. And then Glenn just shouted down. He said it's been vibrating for the last two or three miles. So he just said, right, that's it right not going back out so he was gutted obviously because even though glenn has obviously been saying he's not interested in lap times he's been posting them every night on <laughs> flipping social media and was desperate for 130 mile an hour so hey listen that boy will go faster and faster every year for sure he just needs to be patient absolutely what's your view on it's him?
3: obviously a massive letdown that he hasn't done 130 there's hardly much point in him even coming if he hasn't <laughs> <laughs> you know I mean? no i think, what steve said it. i think i honestly he He's missed out massively. i not like your first TT is the only time you get to enjoy it when no one cares where you finish, what you do, and he sort of missed out on that, you know, with the pressure, the pressure of, um, yeah, of, of what he's put on himself.
0: Absolutely, yeah. I, like we we had him on the podcast, didn't we, Steve? And not that we were trying to bait him because I don't think you can you can like pull anything out of someone like that because he is a level-headed guy. But ultimately, he does want to be competitive. So he had half of him was realizing what he needed to do because it was his first ET, but you could see that other half, that competi- competitive edge that he wanted, that he wanted to be the fastest newcomer. And he, he never said it in the interview, but you know, ultimately he did want to. Press yeah, of course he did. And you know, it's, it's, a, it's
1: a natural thing when you're in, you know, British Superbike races and you're on the pace, and you know, uh, it's that competitive nature. And he, he was probably trying to kid himself; he didn't want to you know, 230 mile an hour or whatever pace, but, you know, I fully understand that, but it's just, it's controlling that situation, which is a tough job for any team manager. I think he's definitely gone
0: about it the right way, though. Although he has been pushing for the lap times and he has been pressing, he's not gone stupid. I don't think he's ridden out of his, his talent at I haven't at all. seen
1: him look unsafe anywhere, in all fairness. I haven't, you know, I think he's been quite sensible, really. You know, it's just, obviously, it's, you, you want to know how fast you've been and... I never used to ask when I came back in all fairness, in mean, my first year. Yeah. Um, I just used to kind of chill out and.
3: Just use the sundial. And turn, <laughs> turn the egg timer back up and then <laughs> flip <clouds>. in. The <laughs> <laughs> it was normally dark when I got <laughs> back, so there was, yeah, exactly, no, one, there was yeah. no one there to even ask how well it does. <laughs> just <laughs> rode
1: straight back to the motorhome. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so no. Hey, no, listen, he's done a good job, really. He has. Shall we, uh, shall we talk predictions? And go back
0: to what we said we thought was going to happen. Yeah. Can go you remember on, what then. yours were? No. Luckily, our producer Paul has them. I'm going to read out your uh, your podium prediction, Steve. Yep. You add Peter Higman. Yep. Dean Harrison. Yep. And Davy Todd.
3: Oh, it's 2.8 seconds outside of that one, wasn't it? That was pretty close,
0: that. Ah, yeah. Look what you could have won. <laughs> I don't think I could have won anything. Right, with Chrissy's mind.
3: podium.
1: Right, Chrissy. This. Read is it from it. bottom top, and then it looks better. Glen Owen. <laughs> <laughs> let's put some context actually, you know when he, said actually he, was... he did walk past the podium Yeah. <laughs> uh, Davy Todd <laughs> and then Peter Hickman but that's the wrong
0: order I, I meant Peter Hickman's going to win it David Todd second and if there was a few breakdowns
3: and people crying off because they've got sore eyes do you know when he said he was relatively new to all this <laughs> he wasn't joking was he no uh, <laughs> who me yeah there has to be someone with a bit of fact in the old the old fiction story do not there <laughs> <laughs>
0: Listen, that would have been an amazing story, though. If I'd have got it right, everyone would have thought yeah, I was like, We're not making a s- movies. This yeah. is real yeah. life, mate. Yeah. No, it's not. Real <laughs> life is a movie. Yeah. And if I
1: were to win the lottery on a Thursday, it'd be amazing as well. Yeah. Winning the lottery any day will be good.
3: Oh, especially you know on a Thursday, though. <laughs> 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 you, wouldn't to say, you wouldn't have to say on if we won on a Thursday. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So the main news story of today, obviously, is Peter Hickman taking his ninth TT win, his twentieth podium, and we caught up with him right after the race. Can we bring in our um, our predictions? What we said we were going to uh, have top three in the senior, of course, just for Pete's um, Pete's ego.
4: I hope you can hear the uh, cheering and laughing going on. It's high, definitely by the for way. I'm you. Sure, I'm sure the, pic- the mics have picked it up. It's yeah, definitely sound for you, guy's Pete. nodding. Yeah, he, he <laughs> definitely can hear it.
1: I think those cheers are for Chris Pritchard. <laughs> well, they're not for his prediction. Put it that way.
0: So this was Steve's prediction, Pete. Yeah, in reverse order: third, second, first. Read them out:
4: uh, David Todd, Dean Harrison, and myself.
0: Pete Higgman for the win. So he wasn't far off.
4: Not too bad at all. Where did Davy end up? Fourth. fourth, he was fourth, it was close then. Very,
1: it was chop and change all the way through the race, yeah. Uh, and I think Connor relaxed a little bit too much and then he got his head down on the last uh, on the last climb of the mountain. Was that your podium? Was it? It, it
0: listen? Interesting, it's what I wanted in my heart. <laughs> that's what I wanted.
4: That's what you wanted yeah. in your heart. So you had myself leading, David Todd second, and Glenn Irwin third. I thought with a few breakdowns after his result in the superbike potentially he might have been there or thereabouts
0: stop laughing in the background
4: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean to be fair I mean he's 8th eighth, eighth place drinking. in the first superbike race Glenn yeah. Man, just humour him 8th yeah. <laughs> place in the first superbike race is about right I think you know yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't think the weather's I how many laps has he done? Do we know? Do we know? I Good did 33 question. in my first he, year. That's what I know. He'd done, uh, he'd done a lot he'd by the end 20 of practice week. by the end of practice. Yeah, so he'd done quite uh, a lot yeah.
1: on his two bikes. He had done yeah. 20, so obviously the race is Yeah, on so he's done
4: six. Two yes, he's two done races, 26. So. Uh, yeah, so he's not quite done 33, yeah. is he? But,
0: but listen, the main thing is we both picked you for the win. <laughs> <laughs> that's, True. that's what we're getting at. Which wow. Is a I don't know if it's a compliment or... Or not, because it just shows you uh, kind has, of the, the level above the rest of the above population in the
1: Isle of Man and the UK. And roll around the world, everybody. Yeah.
0: So what is it? What, what's the secret? Is it Peter Hickman? Is it the bike? Or is it Richard Rawlings?
4: <laughs> it's a bit of everything. You know, without me, it doesn't work. Without the team personnel, it doesn't work. Without Faye, it doesn't work. It's, it's everything together. You know, you need the right bike, the right people the right rider, and we need everybody to work and gel together, and that's what our team is, and that's why we've been so successful um, in particular here at the Isle of Man TT.
0: So if you want to hear more from that interview, it was a great chat with Peter, as it always is. Head to your favourite podcast app, and make sure you give it a listen next Friday. So Steve, TT 2022, it took a long time to come, but when it came, it came hard. What's, uh, what was your highlight, mate?
1: Hey, that's a good question, really. Um,
3: for Stand me, in front of them right now. For me, Thanks, I mate. think
1: really the highlight—well, two. One was the TT Plus, the live coverage. I mm-hmm. think you know it's uh, improved as the as the two weeks went on. It was really good. But the other, one, I think realistically, uh, was Connor Cummins being, being on the pace. You know, setting the fastest ever lap on a fire blade on a stocker, over 133 mile an hour. That's flipping impressive and just seeing the the boy still on the pace you know 13 years after getting his per- first podium
0: Lee while you're still here what's your <laughs> highlight as a rider and then as a, as a fan
3: um, obviously getting second uh, getting on the podium again was obviously a highlight uh, as a fan getting to watch obviously I would much prefer to be racing but getting the privilege of watching that senior TT in the commentary booth uh, again besides Steve and, and Chris it was absolutely amazing yeah so hope I didn't embarrass myself too much I, don't, and, I, don't uh, think you did. I really enjoyed it
0: um, I think you embarrassed yourself probably more when you met Ben Swift who rides for Ineos Grenadiers oh I was
3: so excited <laughs> a proper fanboy that one did, and didn't I you? couldn't even contain I couldn't even I'm not even going to lie about trying to contain it I was peeking. and he said yeah. he's got you a signed jersey for later like to... I know and even I'm too fat for it so that shows you how <laughs> lean he is <laughs>
0: if anyone's asking are you asking Steve
1: asking you yeah what what's your but you've been a busy boy as well what's been your biggest highlight definitely a lot of people wouldn't
0: have seen it on TT plus but being in the fan park was unbelievable after that first RSC superbike race we had the three riders down interviewed them and I think it was the virtuals actually that just said after their first race we feel like rock stars like I don't know five, six, seven hundred people all sat there watching it on the live screen then we get the riders down we interview them obviously it's normally TV and it's normally the the VIP that get to hear from them but because they came down to the fan part the fan part was so buzzing that they stuck around for a good 10-15 minutes had a long old chat with them it was yeah I'd say that bang
1: on you've been doing a good job thanks mate So you know uh, all of your presenting work on the stage in and around obviously on the podcast it's been a pleasure been really good charismatic you know you're a bit of a looker obviously you mm-hmm. do a bit of modeling <laughs> really
3: really good i tell you what it's uh, the bottom of the barley <laughs> <you're in> <laughs> 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 however, oh, I'm I'm however this i however i really
1: do not believe all those women what they say about you i don't i don't listen
0: i'm with true. you buddy it don't is worry true
3: yeah hold your head up mate. hold your head up thanks thanks well, i guess that's
0: it lee it's been an absolute pleasure steve i've got no words anymore Thank you so much. It's been an absolute pleasure to do this with you. Cheers, buddy. I love you too. I'll see you soon. Thanks, mate.
4: May your hands always be busy. May your feet always be swift.
0: No, I think it's awesome, eh? You, know, always, you always watch it on TV, the other Man, the TT. So I've got it on the bucket list.
4: May you have a strong foundation when the wind of changes,
1: yeah. yeah it's, it's, it's marvelous again it's yeah, really marvelous again we crazy. had got co- some couple good good spots and uh, yeah, yeah and we loved it we really love it
4: and may your heart always be joyful may your song always be sung
2: we were very very keen to, to come back yeah no thought of not coming
1: back this never no, no never no it was never an option that
3: And may you stay forever
2: young The 100 TT starts, those of you on Bray Hill, get ready, you're about to see the man himself, John McGuinness, MBE, the 50-year-old, and it is his 30th anniversary. Here we go then, out on the Honda, and we are underway, John McGuinness then, give him a roar.
4: Oh, awesome! Especially after this long break that we've all had, uh, yeah, to be to be here and to win the first race, start the week as we mean to go on. I think if you're pulling some big wheelies last lap, keep the fans happy too. <laughs> yeah, a bit of crowd pleasing. You know, that's uh, <laughs> that's what it's all about. And it again got that big buffer, so uh, I, t- I tried not to celebrate too early because you never know what could happen. But um, yeah, I was just. Uh, yeah, making people, uh, well, just giving them a good time. I was having a good time. I had a big smile on my face the whole time I was doing all that.
2: This is Ian Hutchinson. He comes across the line, followed by John McGuinness. They go fifth and sixth for now. We're waiting for, though, another Honda in the form of Connor Cummins. Here he is. Connor Cummins comes across the line, and he's second. Connor Cummins takes second place to Maxman. Ahead of Davey Todd, the Padgett riders have managed to go up. 133.116 from Connor Cummins. What a stonking final lap.
4: Wowie!